I'm Michelle Orman, and this is The Couture Podcast. Sina means together, and the concept of togetherness and collaboration is a core tenet of the Sina brand of jewelry. Started by husband and wife team, DK and Namrata Kothari, 20 years ago, the collection has evolved throughout the decades while maintaining its core, effortless sophistication aesthetic. It was so fun sitting down with DK and Namrata to learn more about their unique journey, their many sources of inspiration, and how they navigate their business and personal relationship. It was also refreshing to hear how their spirituality extends to their creative approach, their business practices, and all aspects of their lives. delighted to be sitting down with Nabranta and DK from Sina. Thank you so much. Thank you for being here. Thank you for having us. Thank you for having us. It's great to see you in person. So I'm going to get into this the way that I do with all of the podcasts. Um, and I'll start with you, Nabranta. You're in the hot seat. Um, I want to ask about your childhood. What kind of a kid were you? So I was uh, growing up, I was a tomboy. Uh, you know, I was creative, but I loved sports, uh, you know, being coming from uh, the stone cutting facility background, uh, we were always surrounded by gemstones. So we were always doing a little bit of a sorting, you know, getting to touch and feel stones. So that was great. Uh, but yeah, I think uh, it was a very simple childhood. Uh, you know, I grew up in Jaipur, uh, India, which is, uh, you know, people know it as the stone mm -hmm. uh, stone facility uh, for gemstones. So um, it was just a very simple lifestyle. So at a young age, you were surrounded by gemstones? Oh, yes. Wow. Always, always. Seeing the raw materials coming in, you know, from cleaning them to polish, you know, oiling them uh, from they're going into the factory and seeing them being cut and, uh, you know, into these gorgeous uh, gemstones of all shapes and all sizes. And most of it was emeralds when I was growing up. So. And did you see them as special? Like, I mean, obviously you, you were a tomboy, so I want to dig into that a little. Did you play sports? Did you play like team sports? Yes. Yes. I okay. played tennis. I played, I used to run, uh, you know, uh, different sports uh, in school. Uh, we had hockey, which is a very India sport. It's not uh, played here. But yeah, a lot of different uh, sports in school. I didn't know about hockey. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Even now, your husband is learning about you. Yeah, I think that's what keeps us going. <laughs> well, and we are going to get into that. And what about you, DK? Me, I was, I was quiet as a child. I mean, I know there were times when, you know, they had to really go to school and tell him that he really knows everything, but he's quiet. And then there were times when I was, uh, I was very creative. I mean, if they told me to make a poster, I would make a hole. Like I still remember there was a time when they told me to make some fishes on a poster. And I made a whole aquarium, you know, with all the fishes dangling all across. And I don't know, it was just insane. Like when I think of it now that they just told me to make a poster. You don't have to make a whole box of all of that. So, but I was, I think I was really, really hungry, really, really hungry to do something creative. My family is in construction, which is like boring. Okay. Right? I mean, not creative, <laughs> not creative at all. <laughs> There's nothing, you know, that you do every day. And for me, it was all about doing something every day, evolving and doing something, you know, see the next level every day. So it's 
I mean, for me, this jewelry business is is so satisfying in every way that uh, I can't even imagine that I'm like we're twenty years right now. I mean, since we started Sina, and yep. it's it's like we still feel new, you know. Like we feel like okay, we've just like started, you know. We you're, just have so much to do yet. <laughs> yeah, you're just getting started. So your family, you didn't have a background in your family in the gemstone. No. No jewelry background at all, but I do remember my dad making. You know, I don't know how he did it, but I remember that he used to be interested in making jewelry. You know, he would create, not create himself, but he would get these people create, and he was interested. You know, so and that kind of got my interest, but I didn't know about it. My first gemstone experience was from Singapore. I mean, during our honeymoon when we were there, you know, we were going to Bali and. She showed me this one ring in a store. It was an aquamarine ring, and I was like, "She's like, you know, we cut those kind of things in Jaipur." And I was like, "Yeah, really? I mean, that's great, you know." And that's when you know we started a company called Facets in uh, India. Okay. And that was our first. Uh, how do I say? Our first stint with you know doing something together, and it was immediate. Like you know, as soon as we. Thought about that and uh, the stone cutting and all that. We started doing. Uh, I don't know. I think throughout our whole trip, we were like back, you know, to Mumbai, you know, with with an idea. We got back uh, from our honeymoon. Uh, we, we started, started facets, so it was wow. like yeah. very, very, so a very relaxing honeymoon, is what you're saying. You oh, just yes. let the cares mm. of the world go. <laughs> 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 it was meant to be. I yeah, think. it was yeah. meant to be, and plus we were misfits. You know, I mean, when we started making things. It was like it doesn't fit India, you know. I mean, there were people like mm -hmm. you know, this doesn't fit India. You need to be somewhere else, and probably that's why you know the dream of coming to America came in. It was not not a dream really, but you know, it was more like okay, now you know, let's go to a place where they might recognize what we're doing, and they know? might understand it. Well, right. and I do want to get into that Indian aesthetic as opposed to your aesthetic, but. Since you mentioned your honeymoon, um, <laughs> I understand that you both are um, in an arranged marriage. And I think that that whole concept is very fascinating to Americans. And so can you tell me a little bit about that? Uh, yeah, I mean, as arranged as you can think, uh, we were we didn't know each other at all. We were from two different cities. I was from Jaipur. He was from Mumbai. Our aunts, uh, you know, my aunt lives in Bombay, in Mumbai. So they, her his aunt and my aunt, they're friends. And that's how uh, they introduced us. Uh, we met maybe two times. And at that time, I was studying here at FIT doing my jewelry, uh, the associate's degree in jewelry. And, and I was in Scotland doing my MSc in retail. So we both were, we met in Mumbai and we were, both went back to study what we were doing. Uh, after a year, we go back to India and then we meet again. And then we get engaged and wow. we got married in four months. <laughs> yeah. That was it. So you were, were you on, I mean, obviously you're, um, you're very progressive in terms of both studying abroad. Mm -hmm. um, uh -huh. So what, did you have a choice in the matter? Like, could you have oh, yes, said, of course. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. we could have said no. But you both just were like, you know, let's go for it. Oh, I, think thing, so I think like our main thing. I think our main thing was meeting. You were like, okay, you were I, like, yeah, I like him, but I think I have to go back and study. And you know, okay. it's a little early. We were very young at that time, and when we got married, we were still young. I was twenty-one, he was twenty-four. So, uh, you know, 
Yeah, that's it really young. Very, very yeah. young. And we came back and we, and that was the norm at that time. That was the age, the typical age that people were getting married, like my cousins, you know, my elder cousins, his cousins. So it was a normal age at that time. Mm -hmm. But when I look back now, I think it was very, very early. Yeah. Well, you look back at, I mean, looking back at who you were, tw it, it, you know, 20 years ago, or, you know, it's like, oh, gosh, I was a very different person back then. Yeah. Yeah. I feel we lucked out also, you know, I would say, you know, because I think at that point we were seeing, at least I was seeing that, okay, I can talk to this person, you know, so it's fine, you know, I mean, or she asked me about my niece or, mm. you know, those kind of things were like extremely important and which now, you know, when I see it, like in hindsight, I'm like, wow, you know, I mean, yeah, she cared, you know, yeah. and she does care a lot uh, for everybody and for me I would say but you know uh, I think that's the most important thing and uh, I think we lucked out <laughs> yeah I mean I I'll, you know I've spent a lot of time with you as a couple and I always enjoy myself and I do like consider myself sort of an academic of other people's relationships and <laughs> you all are just it's always a joy to hang out with and so that's I think why it's and you seem to just be so like it's like just a perfect pairing. I'm sure you have conflict. We don't have to talk about it here, but you just <laughs> seem like a perfect pairing. And so to know that this was arranged and that you both were like, let's go for it. And to, you know, meet someone twice and then a few months later be married. Yeah. yeah it just, I feel like, is it a different, like, do you feel like, cause you obviously have a lot of American friends and, mm -hmm. you know, Western friends. Does it feel like a different approach to the whole institution? Like, it's like a framework. I think, you know, we didn't realize anything as much, you know, at that point. It's the same thing as when we came to the U.S. We didn't know we were going to be parents and our life is going to be, you know, mm -hmm. like really, I think really like hard. All this while, starting from when we met each other to getting married to moving here to the United States, it was just go with the flow. That was the thing. I don't think we gave it a lot of thought of what and how things were going to be. We were not planning ahead. Mm -hmm. We were not thinking. Uh, we were just just going with going it. Going with it. it. And, trusting, and trusting your instincts and trusting yes, your... Yes, for yeah. sure. Instincts. Mm -hmm. We were very positive that everything's going to be fine even after coming here. Uh, you know, it just... Everything just fell in place one after the other. I so think we I wanted it to for, fall in yeah. place, right? So we were like, just let's just keep on doing. We yeah. know it's going to fall in place. Yeah. But let's just do let's do our part let's keep on doing what we're doing and not like focus on you know and i think that that's just like a natural human condition is to like maybe focus on the negatives or the problems or the potential challenges and you yeah. know, but you you all were just like let's i think we didn't have the time yeah, we didn't have the time <laughs> we were like no we yeah. don't have the time to do all this let's just do what we're supposed to do because yeah. even now so i much. think you know we keep going you just go with we the flow. We just yeah. keep going. It's yeah. like, okay, you know, there are times we're like, oh, you know, what do we know next? And But we're like, okay, whatever it is, we just have to keep going. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so, well, thank you for indulging my fascination. And, and I apologize that every time we, we hang out socially, I bring up that subject. So thank you. <laughs> um, but let's talk about the United States. You know, so you'd started Facets. I had no idea. Mm -hmm. um, obviously, these the pieces, whatever you were creating was not right for the, you know, for the Indian market. So had you always kind of planned on going to the United States? Was that a discussion? I mean, you lived here. You went to mm -hmm. FIT Namrata. But was that part of the plan or you just... You know, it was not a part of the plan. But her uncle was always saying that you all don't belong to India. You know, he always said that and, mm. you know, we have very high regard for him and 
when he said that we felt that you know it makes maybe it makes sense so we'll see you know maybe we'll have diva we'll go there we'll see what happens and mm-hmm. that's what happened right we came we had diva like i we had diva in 4 days after I, I came. She came you earlier. Very pregnant. Yes. Very and pregnant. you had Diva four days after getting here. Uh, no, I came here a month early. He came four days before she was born. Oh, wow. But I still came here very you were pregnant. Still very pregnant. <laughs> and, and we started signing up. Said, we didn't know what we were doing. We were just doing what we had to do. It was <laughs> a very long plane ride. Yeah. <laughs> and we started signing like right after in August. We came in July. and i don't know since then and then we were almost going back we were like you know this is it i mean you know you can't just come to a new country start a new business have kids and then be like whatever and then we get to know that nice is coming okay <laughs> and that's what made us stay back that you know at least let's give them the same citizenship because okay. that's going to be there mm-hmm. forever yeah so let's do that and then uh, right uh, when she was born we get a green card that was the day i mean that's why we call her nisa nisa means a new beginning mm. and uh, right uh, that day we got this huge order from bulgari for one of our earrings oh. and that was that was like okay you know we can stay we, we can stay yeah. wow yeah. and i as people i know who look at omens and luck and things like that that must have seemed like yes. such a sign oh, yeah. yeah i yeah. think we both of us we believe in destiny and we feel like everything when it's supposed to and when it's meant to happen it's happened for us yeah you know, along the way yeah when the kids happened and then you know our green card just came we didn't even have to go for an interview and we still till date we don't know why wow. we never were called for an interview it just came by post USPS. <laughs> <laughs> How else? What are they going to use FedEx? I mean, come on. <laughs> I think they're going to go there and it's going to be yeah. a huge thing. Yeah, yeah, we're yeah. going to pick up our, you know, we're going to get it, you know, in an in uh, some kind of an office, but yeah. um, some more bel- you know, more paperwork, more, yeah. 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 Nothing no, none of that happened. Wow. And it just came. So So here you are, this family unit of four. Uh-huh. You've got a business that you're working on but you didn't know was it going to we're going to make or break it and then you get this order right after you had Nisa 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 yes. sorry mm-hmm. um wow and then that was it you're like okay we're yeah. going to so uh-huh. that was it sounds like that was kind of a that was a bit of a watershed moment for you right oh, was yes. that yeah yeah not a watershed i would say because we didn't realize even then you know i mean it's mm-hmm. like okay this happened but you know I think we can stay so we'll see you know as we go so it was like later on you know when you see everything from you know like you know from a bigger perspective then you realize wow you know it it just happens at the right time you know yeah. so so now I think that whole chaos that we have in our minds it's kind of got us to that calm that you know the end is known mm-hmm. and we just have to keep on doing what we are supposed to do you know whatever we have thought about is going to happen it's just that that process or the time that it will happen you know we know it's going to happen it's just keep on doing it's it's a good reminder though too that you know you were just like living in it right mm-hmm, and it's mm-hmm. like afterwards you're looking back you're like oh yeah that was a lot of chaos and there was a lot of turmoil there and we pressed through and so it's it's almost impossible to do when you're in the midst of chaos to remind yourself but it is a nice reminder yes. to be able to say like that that this too shall pass and there will be a a period hopefully at which i can look back at this you mm-hmm. know and mm-hmm. and reflect on it so sure. with 2020 hindsight as it always is right yes yes <laughs> well so so what you were making for facets do you feel like 
because your 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 collection has grown and expanded since I've known you, and mm-hmm. since you know since you started Sinai, it has definitely evolved. But you do have that sort of core aesthetic, you know, this mm-hmm. very clean, elegant simplicity, beautiful craftsmanship, um, beautiful gemstones. So was that sort of the the at facets? Was that the same sort of core aesthetic? Uh, it was. I think uh, uh, the core aesthetic has been the same ever since we started. When we were doing it in India, it was more on a smaller scale. Uh, we were limiting ourselves because it was very new. And over the years, I think we have uh, we let ourselves free and we are doing a lot of things, experimenting with new materials, uh, using a lot more different gemstones, which of course we know where they're coming from. It's mm-hmm. coming, you know, cut at home in India. Uh, so, yeah, I think the idea has always been clean, easy, everyday styles, wearable, uh, well-made. And I think when you pick up any sign-up piece, you can feel that, that they're, you know, just simple and elegant and understated. But yes, they are, you know, they're sophisticated. They, yeah, with, with, with when looking at that craftsmanship and the quality of the materials, mm-hmm. I mean, e- the, even the simplest designs, it's just, and especially if you're lucky enough to put on a piece, it's, I mean, wow, it feels elegant. It feels super sophisticated, even though it's not complicated and it's not fussy, it's you not know? It's not fussy at all. Yeah. I think that's what we try always, right? That we just want to stripe, you know, like take off every, every irrelevant design in any piece you know that that's what we're constantly trying that and that's that's our evolution right i mean constantly that okay we want to make complicated pieces but then it shouldn't be fussy i think that's the right word and uh it's always been that you know that let's let's see what can we take off what can we take off and how can we make this even better and we come back to our pieces again and again because that's how we are. You're like, okay, now what can we do? What can we do to change it? What can we do that it can be more relevant? Mm-hmm. Uh, not today, but you know, even after 20 years, that somebody sees that piece and be like, you know, okay, editing you know. is such an important thing to do when you keep making and keep. You have to go back and see where you can, you know, what you can take off and how can you make it more simple and and even in life, I think we feel like less is more. So you know, for us, I think. It's just a very simple, everything is just simple. It's not like too many people, too many friends. It's just a few people, just a simple lifestyle. Quality. So it's, it's but real and deep. Quality, you know? Just yeah. real, real and deep. deep. You don't you have know? to be all over the place. Mm-hmm. Mm. But you want to have meaningful relationships. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And, and you are ones for, I make the distinction between big talk and small talk. You know, I mean, we don't have a lot of... Um, just silly convert. I mean, I guess we get pretty silly. We, we, get we do pretty get silly. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we love <But> being silly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, well, and so let's talk more about that that core aesthetic. And I understand that you have like sort of themes mm-hmm. that create sort of a framework un- under which you design, like the Mogul collection. Can you talk about that a little bit more and like what the thought process is behind that and how that helps to? fuel your creativity so initially we did started with mogul you know that mm-hmm. was our, and i think that's something that we i mean uh we really really value is the you know the mogul architecture is like the way i mean how relevant it is even today mm-hmm. the clean lines the use of flowers or the use of motifs i think uh that's so relevant and then in those times when things could be really really gaudy if i can say but you mm-hmm. know they've done that whole elegant uh feel we we really value that but then you know we 
we felt that we don't want to just limit ourselves to one thing, you know, I mean, or, you know, and that's how we came up with the worlds that, you know, we want to have these opportunities to explore ourselves, explore different materials and, you know, keep on building. We didn't make collections because we like collections are so limiting, you know, then you're like, you know, you're trying to make a jewelry category out of that same design, Mm -hmm. which is boring, frankly, you know, because if it doesn't fit, it doesn't fit. You know, if you can't make something, uh, that should not be a cuff. It cannot be a cuff. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, we don't want to make it. You know, yeah. so but with the worlds, it's been like, it, it's been good. You know, it's been now we are open. You know, I mean, uh, we're not only thinking color, or we're not thinking only gold, or we're not thinking only diamonds. We're not thinking anything that we can think in that world. Even the world is limiting, frankly. Now, yeah. you know, but that's the way. But the main thing is that everything goes together. You know, I mean. So there's no real distinction when you see the jewelry all together. But, you know, it's just more like a framework, as you said, you know, that, you know, we can at least put it in one one place. And it seems like it gives you even more, ironically, kind of more creative flexibility. Definitely. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's the idea that we can just, you know, go wild, do what we want to do. And but the aesthetic remains the same. So still a piece from one world will definitely fit with another Mm-hmm. A piece from another world. And when you merchandise it together, it still creates a nice story. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it really, really does. Yeah. So, uh, and we have like six worlds right now. Uh, it's like Mughal, and, which is more Indian architecture and design. We have Jardin, which is more French and more f- flowers and more satin finish. Uh, we do have uh, Geometrics, which is a little more edgy. Uh, we have chakra, so um, and candy and candy, mm-hmm. candy, which yes. is uh, <laughs> uh, you know it's like yummy, yummy. It's uh, all colors um, and and cosmic and cosmic, which yeah. is all celestial and moons yeah. and sun and star. So yeah, you're right though. They're very, they're all very distinct, but they are very complementary to one another to for one sure. Another. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. And I feel like your jewelry also works beautifully with. An existing collection of jewelry, right? Mm-hmm. Even if if somebody collects antique pieces as well, I feel like, they or you know, vintage or estate, like mixing those things, you know, together, I think is right. really easy to do with mm-hmm. your collection. Yeah. So, can you tell me about sort of the creative process, like? If you want to use just one piece of jewelry, like one, you know, one piece, how does that whole, does that start? Does it start with a gemstone? Does it start with a sketch? Does it start with? It starts from the gemstone sometimes and it starts from just a simple, you know, ritual or something that we see and, uh, or. Or even from our travels, actually. We take so many pictures when we are out traveling, (laughs) Uh, you know, when you're visiting museums or churches or things like that. It's like constantly taking pictures. And then when we come back, it's like, oh, wow, you know, so many more ideas and things that we can do. So we just like uh, even with the mogul drops, you know, that comes from the tilak, you know, the red, uh, you know, tilak that we do on the head, you know, in in Indian culture. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of like uh, a welcoming gesture. Right. I mean. Uh, when somebody comes to your homes in India, you know, you kind of do that. You put the garland and everything. But we took that shape and then made it into stone. And then we were like, okay, these are our mogul drops. You know, like mm. this is like, this is going to be making everyone happy, you know, yeah. I mean, when they wear it. And that's how it was born, you know. So it wasn't like because of the stone. It was because of that ritual, you know, of let's let's do that. Let's start with that. That's so cool. And it's so... Um you're all about energy, you two, and mm-hmm. and to know that there's so much energy 
and thought going into those designs that mm-hmm. it's not just the aesthetics. It's like the the energetic meaning behind it and the cultural significance behind your pieces. I mean, that's beautiful. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't realize that about the Mughal dolls. Yes. <laughs> I mean, now that I'm now I'm like going through, I'm like, yep, yep, yep. That makes <laughs> that makes so much sense. Um, and so, do you sketch? Are you like, is it we you, sketch? Yeah, we, we sketch. Yeah, still the old. Yeah, you we know, start, the way yeah. we used to do before. Yeah. Of course, there's much more to the process afterwards, but it starts with a sketch. Well, that's that's good. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. I think I mean, I think some sort of inefficiency in the process is good, right? Like yeah. and now now you know you're a lot more seasoned, you're a 20-year-old brand, mm-hmm. um and you know that these are the steps that you have to go to from conception to, you know, the ultimate the fabrication fi- finished piece. Right. Um but I think not needing to stick to this like very strict you know, mm-hmm. pattern. It, like you have to have that kind of inefficient creativity. It's really, more easy, I think yeah. it's more it's like easy. you know, let's let's just make it and fail. Mm. Let's just make it. You know, let's not think about it too much. If we like it, if you want to do something, let's just do it. Let it fail so that it's over from our mind, and we can think of the next things. Versus, uh, you know, trying to you know, trying to make it all perfect right from the beginning. You know, so we make so many samples. Actually, I mean. What people see is just like one fourth of what we actually do. Wow. So we're making samples const every week we have something new because we feel like, you know, maybe we're at the edge of something else. You and know? you have to try it. And, and we have to just, try it because it finally just, yeah. it's that finish, you know, I mean, is it looking good? You know, I mean, uh, and that's that's what she does, you know, because she puts it, she's like, no, I don't like this. <laughs> you'll you'll test drive it. I, um, yeah, I. She's constantly. Yeah. Not that, but somebody's yeah. gotta do Some, it. Somebody has <laughs> to do it. And I'm like, okay, you do that, but I don't want to, you yeah. know, get into that. I just want to make it. <laughs> like I just, I want the form to be there. Yeah. You can check the fun- function and everything. <laughs> <I don't care. laughs> well, and I am going to ask you about working together as a couple, but um, I wanted to ask you about the name, Sina. So Sina means together. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think we've believed in that you cannot do anything alone. It's, uh, you know, your vendors, your artisans, your retailers, you have to partner with everybody to do what you're doing and be successful. And, you know, so I think it's it's the synergy and it's everybody together. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's why it's called Saina. Saina means together. So we believe that, you know, we can achieve great things by working together with people at different levels whether it's uh you know it has to be win-win you know yeah, for, for everybody, everybody. Yeah. You know, that's the yeah. main thing yeah. and it really is a partnership right mm-hmm. whatever it is that you're mm-hmm. you're doing yes. and i feel like the end consumer the end client can also feel that sort of co- that sense of community that's inherent in your brand and mm-hmm. togetherness that's yes. inherent in your brand mm-hmm. and it's a beautiful thing i mean because obviously a piece of jewelry isn't just a piece of pretty jewelry. You know, it's it's usually has a lot of meaning. And, um, you know, whether it's a gift that you've received or that mm-hmm. you buy for yourself or to commemorate a special occasion. I mean, there's so much meaning in fine jewelry. And so sure. for you to have that extra layer of meaning. is That is our thing. actual joy. You know, when we see them wear it, we feel like, wow, that you know, so and, and then they come back that, you know, I wear this all the time. And that's like another compliment that, okay, she it's not just in a box you know I mean, yeah. that's what it's meant to be that you keep on wearing it in different ways yeah and, i think it's uh, the most gratifying when you see somebody wear a piece and you spot it oh you know and when like we get those videos <laughs> and when we get those videos of them wearing it that you know i love it and you know 
uh, I have the story, you know, actually during COVID, you know, there's a very, very uh, dear customer uh, of ours who was in Canada and she has all the colors, all the candy oh, colors. Okay. Okay. So we have to really stop her, you know, that, okay, you don't need this, <laughs> but she needs it. You know, she still wants that one yellow that she's looking for, which we don't have in stone, but she wants it. And I'm like, I will find it, but I don't know when. <laughs> yeah. But you know, during COVID, you know, she was like, nothing could go to Canada, you know, so mm-hmm. she was waiting. I, I still remember her GIFs. She sends us GIFs all the time. Okay. GIFs, like she has this GIF of, um, you know, a person waiting next to the mailbox <laughs> and waiting for that package to come, you know, because all the jewelry stuck here. And <laughs> so, <laughs> I don't know. So, you know, but that's really, really gratifying to us, you know, that, you know, there's somebody was waiting and yep. somebody and and she would be very very like you why did you do this you know this is not good or why did you do this and this is amazing you just surpassed yourself and we love that that you know? kind of honest, yeah. feedback. honest feedback yeah honest. well and to know especially during the throes of covid when there was no international mm-hmm. travel to know that somebody was so impatiently wanting your jewelry because I mean, it's a testament to the work that you create. I mean, we were all looking for comfort um, and we were all looking for just a joy wherever we could grab it. Right. Um, and so, yeah, I'd be waiting by the mailbox too. Like, <laughs> where is this thing? Yeah. We were waiting for Amazon. <laughs> exactly. Um, so I do want to, I'm curious about the, you know, we talk, Sina means together. You two are together. Uh-huh. You are partners in life and business. You're parents you've got a family um what's it like working with your with your partner i'll look to you namrata to kick it <laughs> off uh, so far so it's been great um we have our own cabins which keeps we which keeps us sane okay you know, yeah the temperatures are different in, yeah. she's at 84 i'm at 50 <laughs> <laughs> so it's it's uh it's it's been good actually and then you know we as much as we don't want to bring work back home, we always do. Yeah. It's Over dinner, on a walk, wherever we are always talking about work. It's And we, we love it. It's not that, you know, we love talking about work. It's uh, part of like, like a full day in the office. We're together at home. We're together. And I think Saina is something that keeps us like, uh, you know, we're always talking about work every, all the time. And it's we have our own roles in the office. Okay. Um, you know, I have, you know, I'm always on the marketing and the sales. And of course, you know, when I have to check pieces when they come in to see the functionality of those, um, you know, he's more into the creative side of things, getting things ready, new designs. We, of course, we all overlook each other's thing, but we have our roles kind of divided. Okay. Which, uh, Keeps us all happy. But it's a natural division. It's a natural it's not division. Like, uh, but if we have to fill in for each other, we can always can. do it. But the naturally, we've di- divided what you know we each do best. But that's the way also the office works, you know, because like when we have our, you know, our people in the office, when we see somebody's having a lot of work, mm-hmm. suddenly, you know, we, we're like, okay, can I take that part from you and take that, you know, so everyone kind of takes it also. So that's kind of been our, how do I say, culture, small yeah. company, but there's a culture here that you know uh let's just take whatever somebody has too much of and you know help well, that you know so it's it's the same thing with uh both of us you know that we see oh you know she has all these things to do let me take that or she would come and she like okay let me do that so that you can concentrate on what you're doing you know so which is which is great i mean mm-hmm. it sounds like it's an ethos that permeates all 
facets, if you will, of mm-hmm. your brand, this yeah. like collaborative, mm-hmm. you know, partnership, you mm-hmm. know, and I, I use it as a euphemism, but like, I, I love businesses where everyone takes out the garbage, right? Yeah. Like yeah. nobody's, nobody's beneath. No work is you know, Yeah, you know? yeah nobody's everything. above being able to yeah. run out and grab coffee for everybody, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. just make the, you know, contribute. In the office, you know, we've had people who've been with us for 17, 18 years. Well, that they've is stayed. a testament. They've stayed. They're like family. They, they, Everyone's like a family. family, you know, like, I mean. It's like sometimes we feel we're working, you know, they're the bosses because they're the ones who are actually, you know, running everything. Yeah. They're doing what we're doing, but it's a team, you know. Yeah. So you're, you, you two are like, oh, no, we, we're late on our deadline. Yeah, you're going to get in trouble. <laughs> Your team. Yeah, we've got to pay, we've got to receive. I mean, there's so many, so much more to running a business than just creating and being out there. Yeah. You know? Well, and that's that's what I love to convey in these conversations is that, um, and especially, you know, like during COVID, during hard times, mm. I mean, it can be so easy to just disregard, you know, oh, fine jewelry. It's a, but you all are small business owners, mm-hmm. right? And you're contributing to the livelihoods of numbers of people. people. And I think that that's something that we just needs to be highlighted, you know, yeah. that these are, and you're, you're in there. This is not a get rich quick scheme. I mean, no. you're working hard. These are long, grueling hours. It's, you know, you're running it's a small business. Small business. And we are responsible for so many people and their families too. Mm-hmm. So during COVID, I, we, of course, we didn't let anybody go. We kept everyone. Uh, we changed our systems where we could have people work from home. They didn't have to come in. What we and couldn't change for years, for years we could change it right during good. COVID. You know, and then so. we would go into the office, pack, put packages together because we didn't want anybody coming mm-hmm. in. Yeah. And they would work from home. So it kind of, you know, worked out and we learned the new way of doing things. It out. We yeah. figured it out. Yeah. And it was again, you know, the whole team, not just us. We couldn't do it. Yeah, that's that's fantastic. And and I know that your um social responsibility is also another like mm-hmm. core tenet of your of your brand and that you give to a number of charitable causes. Do you want to talk about any of those um those organizations? So Sankara is one where we basically have like at least two operations a week. Wow. For cataract, I mean that's like, so it, it, that's a given. Tell me like, about it. That's to. that's the one that is. So it's like you know, uh, Sankara is an organization where you know they believe in self-sustainable hospitals. You know where they would not charge the poor, but they would charge. The, I mean, they'll have the best facilities, mm-hmm. but they won't charge the poor. But take people uh, who can accommodate it. Yeah. Yep. So what we do is we donate to that so that they can give those free surgeries, to, you know, cataract surgeries, and then we believe we believe that you know eyes is like you know it's your vision i mean yeah. not only vision literally but it's it's your vision to everything in life right yeah. you know so yeah. that's kind of important to us smile train is another one where we feel we, we, we were really 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 happy about smile pinky i don't know if you've seen that oscar you know, she won yeah. the oscar yeah. in the documentary i mean just her winning she's like the smaller than the actual award yeah. Right, exactly. <laughs> and and just seeing that joy that, you know, anything is possible, right? I mean, imagine yeah. her just walking down, you know, so that's kind of... So Smile Train is some, their organization that does cleft surgeries with... Uh, so, yeah, with it's the cleft like putting, palettes, yeah. yeah mm-hmm. And they put a smile back on kids' faces. So that's phenomenal. which is yeah. very close to our heart. And, and then Soka Gakai, which is like, uh, uh, which is nature in Buddhism. I mean, uh, bu- we, we believe in that like every, every... Every day we chant Nam Myoho Renge Kyo, which is 
extremely powerful and extremely mystical you know that it just mm-hmm. works i mean i did chant today you know let this whole thing go well <laughs> <laughs> didn't do anything about the traffic getting into manhattan oh, oh you know what i think we didn't think about it, it, yeah. no 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 i did chant i did chant you know frankly because i was not i was in circles right we were half an hour late here and we were in circles and i was like i have to chant and i'm going to i i knew that as soon as i don't want to chant for a parking parking really mm-hmm. but then i chanted Yeah. <laughs> and I got it. And you got perfect. <laughs> do you, do you chant together? Yes. Yeah. We do. Yeah. We Whenever do. we can, which is mostly every morning. Uh yeah, before going to work, we we have our, you know, light the lamp and we do the incense and we did the chanting. And That's a morning ritual. How long is that ritual? 5, 10 minutes. It no. depends, it you depends. know, it depends. It can on be longer, uh, but usually 5 to 10 minutes. And that's that's beautiful and I'm sure it helps you feel grounded grounded and you know it's uh, it's a great start to the day you know yeah yeah and, and they say the, they say that you know you chant to your heart's content you know like you know you feel you, so you, it's not the length it's just how much ever you want to you know so it's not like but i feel that it's aligned our life you know much 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 better than what i mean do you have to force yourself sometimes no no, no it's it's a natural true. given a, yeah we would do it Even the kids, if they are around and they would see us chanting, they would just come and sit there. That's so lovely. Yeah, mm-hmm. they won't come and do it on their own, but if they see us, they'll definitely come and sit with us and do it. That's fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> well, and I wanted to ask about your girls. Um, are they both off to college now? They're both off to college. Oh my goodness! How is that possible? You're so young. <laughs> See you. Uh, you know, I got married at 21, had my first child no, at 24. Okay, you can process that. Do the math. Making me do math. But we uh, like it. We like it in colleges. You know, when they tell us, "Oh, you're so young. You'll have a 20-year-old." Like we know why, good. but <laughs> yeah, exactly. But um, so I know, like during COVID, they were helping with like images and stuff like that for Instagram. Uh-huh. Yeah. Are they? Um, well, now they're off at college. Do you feel like are they going to want to join the family business? Are they? So the older one Diva mm-hmm. she wants to be a doctor so she's on a premed track wow but every time she's home or even during covid or even when she comes home she's always happy to come and help because she's amazing with technology and everything she's very very quick yeah and but when I, she comes she just completes everything she in completes a day everything <laughs> versus we're doing it since months yeah you know, what so. we can do in 10 days she would do it in a couple of hours and be like okay you, we are done yeah so we hope she would but i don't see her coming in because she wants to be a doctor and she's very sure about it uh the younger one naisa is very very creative uh she loves people she loves jewelry so i think maybe we have a chance there that is hilarious <laughs> that you are indian parents who are like uh unfortunately she wants to be a doctor <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I mean I'm happy she'll be the first one if she becomes a doctor so that's yeah. great yeah but uh, no, I yeah know. it's and a long course, path yeah so but she loves all she those loves bodies and, and she loves anatomy she's talking she about all those and grace anatomy and all that yeah. you know so well and god knows we need more compassionate Mm-hmm. intelligent female doctors let's just say it yeah. i love you know yeah. that's fantastic yeah. so, so we'll see i mean it's still too early but yeah i see the older one becoming a doctor and the younger one maybe in the jewelry business but in the meantime they're both going to help you with all of your technological needs because i'm picturing you two wrapped in cords and then <laughs> diva oh, yeah. comes in and they're it's like so let's quick. <laughs> they're really they are quick. so quick they're on so they they know everything <laughs> um, we have to literally sit and learn, you know, a lot yeah. of things, but they yeah. know everything. 
yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. It takes it takes yeah. us whenever some time. we can get them to do that. Definitely, you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah we, we always get that. I told you six months back, you know, that you should have done that. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. You're like, okay, fine, just fix that. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, they're they're good. I I hope at least one of them does, but. Again, they should do what they really like to do. Yes, of course. Yeah. And as your as their parents, of course, you're supporting anything. And are they pretty close? Uh, they fight a lot, sisters. Because well, they're close in age too. They're close in mm-hmm. age, uh, but yeah. But they talk to they, each they other. Talk like to they each know other. what to ask each other when they need to. You know. So I think uh, we see that. You know, we see that in the group chat actually. That suddenly we are not talking, and they are just talking to each yeah. other mm-hmm. about all kinds of things. And I'm like. Wait, it's um, good to see we... them communicate. They're in two different parts. I mean, Diva one is in Pittsburgh, one is going to be in Boston. Mm-hmm. She's in Rome. She's by in the Rome way. right now. Oh. First semester started abroad. Is she so. at Northeastern? Yeah. Yes. Oh, my nephew's at Northeastern. <laughs> oh. oh, okay. We'll talk after. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, but uh, you know, uh, I think yeah, it's, it, they're a good team. And and you know what, being one of many many siblings, I can tell you that with age comes the um really profound and um important friendships Friendships. Mm -hmm. um and you know i think it's sort of at least in my experience the closer the relationship now um could have been indicated by the level of fighting Mm -hmm. back when we were kids you know i mean (laughs) so take it as a good sign yeah (laughs) um well before i let you go i'm gonna ask you um we all joke that there is no such thing as a jewelry emergency, but we in the industry know that there are a lot of jewelry emergencies. So can you think of one jewelry emergency that sticks out in your head? <laughs> Did we have one? No. You I'm know, thinking. a client losing a piece, a last minute holiday order, a present, a you know, wedding day jewelry. I mean, the only one I remember. Oh, it's always that... uh, there's always a jewelry emergency. <laughs> no, I mean, yeah, there's always a jewelry emergency. The... I need it tomorrow, but I have it in other, the other store. By the time it comes to me and I ship it to you, it's going to be three days. It cannot be tomorrow, but we've made it happen. We've had, um, you know, we get it shipped directly from the stores, and we tell them you have to get it out today, so it gets there tomorrow. I mean, there's always something going on. I have delivered something to a store once. Like personally? Personally. What do you do? I mean, yeah, what are you going to do? <laughs> what are you going to do? I mean, it's an emergency. <laughs> and if you can drive down, you drive down and just go and, you know. You're not sending a messenger. No, I'm going Namata's myself. Namata's getting in the I'm car. I'm going in the car. I'm getting, <laughs> yeah. It, it's an opportunity to go see what's going on in the store. And also going meeting everybody. This is so, true. Yeah. And I think... You know, you all realize how important jewelry actually is, it and is, and yeah. it can be to a moment. You mm-hmm. know, I mean, nobody wants to get a a box with a printed out picture of something in it. <laughs> <laughs> We've all done it, but yeah. nobody wants. Yeah, you it, want you, know? you want the piece. You yeah, want, you yeah. want the actual piece, piece and yeah. yeah, and once somebody set their mind on a piece of jewelry, you got to get it. it to them. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. it. Yeah. I think that happens and more so in the fourth quarter now. Mm-hmm. It's going to be crazy. Oh, I need it tomorrow. It's like I need it like I need it tomorrow. But how do we get it? But, you know, we we all find ways. You fi- we, figure we figure it, it out. out. Yep. Yeah. We figure it out. Yeah. So 
Yeah. I mean, usually she would figure it out yeah. because I would be like, no, you he, can't he get. He would it. be like, oh, like, it no, cannot no, happen. Don't <laughs> disrupt my system. You know? yeah, he's like, no, <laughs> I'm in a zone. Yeah. I'm in a zone. I can't deal with this yeah. right now. <laughs> yeah, but I like to, you know, I, I, I think when it comes like that, I take it as a challenge, and I'm, I'm like thinking in all directions. She loves how, it. I she love loves it. it. I'm like, how am I going to get this done? We're, we're going full circle here, DK, <laughs> to your wife being a sporty spice yes. that I had no idea. Uh-huh. I'm seeing. That com- competitive edge. Oh yeah, I like I like to do that. I love it when things like that. I love pressure. When there's a lot of pressure, I love it. Yeah, I, I mean, I do operate well under a deadline. Me too. Yeah, I think it's great. Oh, yeah. I need everything in line. Did everything you? in he line. He needs everything. He needs to know what's going to happen. It has to be organized. For me, I think it's just like if I don't know, I'm I'm like. <laughs> I'm devastated. So, but are, <laughs> clearly, you both have figured out a way to make that dynamic work, though. Like, do you do you end up having to give in to one another from time to time? Oh, like, if yeah. you're like, okay, I'll pretend, DK, that it's really important that everything be planned out, and then conversely, in the back of my mind, I know, it's, yeah, it's fine. And it's conversely, fine. to Namrata, you're like, yeah, let's yeah, I'll be like, okay, let us just do it. I know, <laughs> I'm, I'm not even coming near it. <laughs> We work well together. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so tip for working with your spouse. Let her just do it. Okay. Yes. Win That's the battle. Yeah. Win the war. <laughs> exactly. Um, well, is there anything else you, you both want to touch on before we wrap it up? I don't want to I could keep you all day, you know. Oh wow, this is like almost done. We we were so I mean, you know, this is only possible with you, Nichelle. But, <laughs> ah. <laughs> yeah. I told that, you, that, just you know, a conversation. It was so natural to do this, <laughs> and uh, I don't know. I mean, uh, I think kudos we said to everything you, we you know? wanted to. I didn't think yeah. we held back anything. <laughs> yeah, I <laughs> mean, maybe great. in our um, part two, I would love to hear about some of your um, stories when you first came to the United States, and <laughs> there are many the visions that you had for your brands uh-huh. and the impact that you were going to make, and um, <laughs> you know, going with the flow has put you here, yeah. and um, and I think that that's fantastic. I mean, I know I've known you for so long. I feel like I've known you for what fifteen years. Uh-huh, it's least. been a long, yeah. a long yes. time, long time. And so to like just see how beautifully your brand has evolved, and but you two stay the same gorgeous beautiful inside and out people no matter what thank so. you thank, thank you. you thank you <laughs> no this was great thank you for having us <laughs>